really get into some, and now we're going to repeat some. And I was thinking everything I say to you, I've said on the on the forum, and like, how many people on the forum beyond on the on our forum discussions do you have listening? Like, do you have very many? I don't know. Think of it as some number between fifty and fifty thousand. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a pretty broad number. Okay. <laughs> I mean, would it matter? <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I'm not good in crowds, so like it's not. Okay, yeah, then, it's, I, then it's closer to five. No, it's like you and me, that's it. It's you and me. <laughs> you and me sitting in the pub. You that's and me and 50,000 of my closest friends. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. So, Tara, um, how long have you been uh, on the Unbelievable Discussion Board? Yikes. You know what? I'm just trying to think about that. Like, I know I had to go back through the whole catalog and and listen to the other ones. I was so interested in – I I really liked the beginning because he – brought in all the other face too. Like he was bringing in new age stuff and yeah. like, um, he was talking to, to different th- I thought This is great. And I know that Justin likes philosophy and the little tiny bit I know about philosophy. I took one course in university and I was just thrilled with it. Right. I'd like to audit some courses maybe when I retire, but I really like philosophy. And, um, so it was a good mixture of everything. Right. Um, and I don't even know if I, had as strong of feelings about religion when I first started listening as I do now, because now I've been working with seniors and now I've maybe tuned into more of the conversation between atheists and, and Christians. So now I'm sort of like, now I'm a little bit more riled up. (laughs) So do do you know if I was on the board when you first came on the board, uh, or was I, was I someone that came along later? Um, I think you were on pretty early, I think. Uh, because you, yeah, you were always posted something. So I've been on for a long time. I mean, come on, you know how long I've been posting for. I've been babbling away for ages. So yeah, I um, just—it's been so long ago. I don't remember which one of us came first. Um, so I've—I've um, I've been on for probably first. seven years, probably probably somewhere between six and seven years by now. So did you do the same thing? You went back and listened to the old ones? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really well done, really, except I'm annoyed about it. And I don't know why I can't, why can I not talk about Justin? And, and you don't seem to be keen on doing that, and I don't see why. Well, you know, Justin is, uh, one, he's not here to defend himself. Um, and so, you know, it's easy for us to talk about our impressions of Justin that may or may not be accurate. Uh, but that said... He, he, I mean, just his whole, sh- his whole show brings up names. He'll, they'll throw out William Lane Craig or they'll throw out Peterson or Harris. I understand or, that, but his show like, also has those guys own uh, from time to time so that they can talk about their own position. Well, uh, then Justin so, can come on your show, can he? Like, he's like, maybe. <laughs> sure, he could. I don't. I don't. I don't think that he would want to. But uh, I mean, Justin is an interesting uh, figure, to be sure. I mean, we were both. I mean, you and I attracted to the same show, and I think to some degree we were attracted to Justin, uh, his his personality, and what seemed to be uh, his very even handed approach. Tell me, do you think that he still has the same even handed approach today as he did when you first started listening, or has have no, things changed? No. What changed in your uh, in your mind? I, 
Mm, well, first off, like I said at the beginning, he would bring on people of other faiths, and that's what interested me, right? Philosophy, different belief systems, different religions, and comparing the two, comparing them all, and you know, you know, trying to discover what's what's interesting, what's valid, that kind of thing. And then he quickly veered off to just scientific materialism. That's it. I mean, to him, atheism and scientific materialism is the same thing, and that's the enemy, or he's fooling himself which I think is more the case. He's just thinking, that's the easy target, so we will tackle that one. Well, isn't it and just also, possible that he's playing to an audience? I mean, he still has uh, people to answer to. And, um, you know, the people who listen to his show happen to be atheists and Christians. And so doesn't it make sense for him to play to that audience? Um, no, I think I think it's—I I think a lot of times with Christians, and he's no exception— is um, they don't really know what they're, why they're doing what they're doing. Like, I, I, I like to get into people's heads or think I am getting into people's heads. Um, he, even now, like, he's an annihilationist. So he has no problem with talking to atheists because they already think they're annihilationists, right? They already think this is just one life and then blink, you're gone, right? Mm-hmm. So he has no, feels no guilt at all about telling an atheist that, you know, they're being annihilated. You know, it's a lot harder to tell a Buddhist or a Hindu or me that I'm going to get annihilated, right? Because that's a good point. I've I've heard you say things or, or write things like this over the board, but I I actually think you've just made the point a lot better uh, and more understandable just then. So I, I do appreciate where you're coming from there. Yeah, I think I think I don't think he knows he's doing that. Maybe, and I also think maybe that the um, whoever funds the show or whatever knows that it's not good to bring in other face. Like the like it was kind of with my encouragement. I think yeah, I don't know. I I don't know his mind, and maybe there's been other people talking to him too. But I thought, I mean, come on, stop just fighting scientific materialism and look at Buddhism. And um, I mean, I guess. I mean, Ken keeps telling me there's my views line up with some type of Buddhism, I think. Um, not that I care, but uh, well, I care about what Ken thinks, but I don't care that they line up with Buddhism. Um, and so he did two, one show on Buddhism and he did one show on Hinduism. He said, oh, there, done. I did my duty. I did two shows. Like, you know, it's like, no, Justin, no, you have to actually engage with these people. You have to get out of this little bubble that it's not just a Christian bubble. It's a Christian atheist bubble now. It's like... Christianity versus scientific materialism. It's like, really? Like, is that really what you think all the world is made up of? Well, no, bud. There's like lots of lots of other people with lots and lots of other views. You know, like, what are you doing? So, like- <laughs> so if we were to expand his bubble to include Terra, what else would his bubble include? Well, okay, now you want... I don't know. Do you really want to get into my my worldview now? Absolutely. Actually, Inquiry uh, minds want to know. Absolutely. I you did not in fact, want to get all right. I tell you what. Before before you before you answer that, maybe we can circle back around to it. Tell me this: Have you ever been in the Christian bubble? Have you ever been a Christian or tempted oh God, to become don't you know Christian? That? Well, I, I, knew oh, I might I know. know it, but the 50,000 other oh. people listening don't know it. Oh, oh, all you people out there. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's never made any sense. I, 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 no, it's never made any sense. 
Well, at all because, you're, you're very I, emphatic I, about that. For you know, there are a well, lot of things that you have to think about a little bit, and with this one, it's oh no, hell no. <laughs> well, because I didn't know, I had no idea who Epicurus was, mm-hmm. but I mean, his point was clear to me from the get-go. I mean, really, there cannot be a god outside of of creation that watches all the atrocious things that happens, created the whole thing, and then just stands back and watches it. I mean, really? Even a deist? I mean, come on. If you're God, you got to know what's going to happen after you walk away from the whole thing, right? So you're responsible for it. So in my mind, I see, this is where you and I are going to disagree a little bit, because I agree with Justin that we kind of have this yearning. We have this yearning to do the right thing. Uh, we don't quite know what it is sometimes, but we, you know, like I know it's not okay to go in there and beat my dog. <laughs> I know it's not all right to enslave people. I know this already. It's 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 sort of ingrained in me that the, that these things are. But I don't think, and I had a hard time coming going from objective morality to subjective morality. But I'm now uh, I believe in subjective morality. Okay, now I'm wandering away. So. Um, so, yeah, when I look at the theistic version, and theism to me, like, is that the right term, means that God is separate from reality, right? Uh, That's, I heard uh, Dawkins describe the it's, different types. It's possible. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know that I would try to describe it that simply, but um, we, can, we can go with that for now. But you told me I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a God believer. Because right. I think, because, okay, so then... The technical term for me, and it's a it's a cute one, is um, uh, pandeism. So pandeist, which pandeist, means deist, right? Not pantheist. Yeah, pandeist, uh, yes. De- okay, all right. Well, but a deism—that's a D—and and deism. People who are deists, they believe in God, right? Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's complicated. They believe in a godlike first mover. Now, right. would, a, would a Christian call that God uh, is where it gets complicated. And I actually don't think a Christian would call that God. So, oh, okay. So it, it's, it's something that, yeah, it is, it is tricky. So uh, Language is tricky. That's the, why I say, yeah. when I have a conversation, I say I'm not strictly an atheist, but, uh, you know, I don't. Okay, so for those people who don't know, I think consciousness is, is the creating force in the universe. It's who's, the only who's consciousness? Space. Consciousness, period. Well, in my well, obviously my world is created by my consciousness. So, I mean, I couldn't have a universe without being conscious, right? Does my consciousness so, affect your consciousness? Well, clearly, we're talking to each other, aren't we? Okay, but like, does my consciousness help to create your your world? Because you said your yeah, consciousness yeah. creates your world. And I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where the lines are. I'm also conscious. So does my consciousness also create your world? Yes. It, yeah. Okay. Now, this is where we're going to have problems. Because I'm not going to be able to tell you exactly where the dividing line is. There's no worldview that is going to be 100% clear on anything, right? And I don't know the answers to what the, some of the questions you're going to throw at me. And you're going to think, okay, well, Tara can't answer the question, so her worldview doesn't make any sense. No, none of the worldviews make 100% sense. Which one makes the most sense, right? That's, that's what I'm trying to come up with, right? Now, you know I've posted Ro- uh, Robert Lanza's work because after I came to that conclusion, years after I came to that conclusion, I found him and went, oh, 
oh, they're starting to figure it out. And he's starting to try, he's not too sure where the dividing line is either. So I think any conscious agent in is creating their own perception of of the universe, right? Uh, Donald Hoffman, I read a, last night when I was awake at three o'clock in the morning, I, he's pr just produced a video and he's looking at it th that way too. He's, he's decided to, to, to change the starting point. Like ma what materialists do, and I, are you, I mean, I've always just assumed you're a scientific materialist, are you? Uh, I think that's probably fair to say. Yeah. Now, don't get, yeah. don't get that confused with atheism because there are plenty of atheists who are not that. Not but, really. But I, I, I pretty any. much am the type one, mark one atheist in that I, I am a scientific materialist. Yeah. See, I find that I think that a lot of Christians, when they when they give up on one cultural story, they jump into the other cultural story. Like that just happens to be our cultural story right now. Materialism, scientific materialism. I mean, science hasn't even freaking been around for very long. But they started out with an assumption. They took that first leap of faith and said that there's a material world out there roaming about outside their mind. I mean, they couldn't prove that. There's no way to prove that. You can't take consciousness out of the interrogation of the material world. It's impossible to do. And Jim cannot get this. It drives me freaking nuts. It's like you cannot investigate the material world without being conscious. So there's no way to prove that the material worlds with, exist without consciousness. So I start with what I, I when I just Okay, but isn't, up, that, isn't that a bit of a tautology? I mean, isn't that just saying you can't prove that anything exists unless you're alive? I mean, obviously right. you're alive because you're able to have the conversation, but I'm, I'm not sure... Uh, what explanatory what, what, power that has? Well, because because you can eat. Okay, okay. Um, and I'm repeating myself, but like you said, we have a new audience, so let's talk about it. I said, theists start with God. They start their world. They, they start their foundational view on God. God exists. There's freaking no evidence for this God, and even if he does exist, he's immoral. I agree with Epicurus, right? Like, so I would be immoral to worship an immoral God. Okay. So I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm just not doing that. Okay. Let me, let me, let me just clarify that before you move on. Is, is your objection to Christianity solely on a moral basis? Yeah. Uh, have, right. have you evaluated it on any other basis or, or um, is, is the moral thing just kind of a deal breaker for you? Oh, it's the only thing that matters. Okay. It's the only thing. I, I, I just put a thing up on, a, on the thing. I don't really care if you're a flat earther. Go ahead. I don't care if you think there's a teapot circling the moon. I don't really care. Which clearly there you, is. Yeah, I'm sure there is. That would be cool. Very nice. Nice cup of tea. Mm -hmm. I don't. What I care about is if your worldview is immoral. And if you're going to spread that immoral worldview around the planet, then I have a problem with it. You but know what I mean? isn't it possible that an immoral uh, cosmic truth is, is in fact the case? So just because you don't like the idea of an evil God, that doesn't mean that there's not no, because, an evil God. No, because I go back to where I do agree with Justin. I think that most of us prefer love over hate. Most of us have empathy and compassion and love for other people, or at least that's what we prefer to others to give to us, and that's what we prefer to give to others. Like, it's... It, 
you know, sure, there's horrible things, power, you know, greed, corruption, all of that stuff happens. But I'm saying when you're the first time you look in your baby's eyes, that love is just like, do you have children? No. No. Okay. I have two kids and I'm telling you, it is just, those are the most remarkable days of my life when I looked into the eyes of my, of my, my children. It's just overwhelming, you know, and that to me is what life is worth. That's, that's the only reason to live as far as I'm concerned. I mean, all the other stuff that happens in the world, the only reason to live is because we have empathy and love for other people. Okay, but what do, you, just, what do you say to the Christian, though, who would accuse you of not uh, really interacting with the, the entirety of their claims? And they understand that you think that the God they worship is immoral, but you haven't tried to look beyond that revulsion to well, see if just, there's anything behind it. What do you say to that accusation? Well, I just started the conversation with the reason why. There is no version of a God that stands outside of, of his creation that would be moral. It's impossible because he's responsible for creating it. He's not halting any of it. He's watching it all happen, all the cancers, all the terrible things that are happening, the crucifixions, all the people who were killed to, to, to honor their gods. He, was he watched all of it and did nothing about it. And the worst part about Christianity is not only did he watch the whole bloody thing, he came down and said, hey, let me join in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let myself be crucified. And, and the whole story about it being his son, like, come on. That is really pathetic. That is totally, totally against love. Okay. Totally. So, so moving past that, your your the opportunity to convert Tara to Christianity. I'm just I'm just going to say for those who Zero. are you know crossing their fingers, don't bother. <laughs> we're, I, I think that I think Zero. we're pegging red on the don't bother scale. Because um, I would have to choose. Like, see, to me, free will is the key. Free will is the key. Like Christians always say, oh, we have free will so we can do terrible things. No, we have free will so that we can do the moral thing. And I would be immoral to worship an immoral God. And any version of a theistic God in that separate from reality is immoral. Period. So let, me, let me just ask this. If you found out that there was a God and that God was exactly the way Christians described him, and you you had no doubt that that God absolutely did have a hell, and it was the burning, fiery, forever, eternal hell. Um, would you at any point decide, well, maybe I should worship him just to avoid hell, or would you gladly dive into hell? Well, because all my friends are going to be there. They're going to be there, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, but we're all going to, let, let me just tell you, the conversation is going to be a, Let's, most of humanity is going to be there. 70% of humanity is going to be sure. there. Can't we overcome this horrendous Satan guy? Let, like, let, let me just tell you, the let conversation in hell is going to come down to one thing. So I don't, I don't think that the opportunity for you know the the great intellectual stimulating conversations okay, will play out. That's not gonna. Just, that's probably it, not it gonna happen. Not, I just don't even think it's a possibility. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people did horrendous things. You know, let's use the one. What's Godwin? What is it? Godwin's law or something? 
Hitler's going to come into this, I'm sure. Let's bring him in right now. I mean, the people who, who, who followed Hitler and did horrible things, they felt they had no choice, some of them. It was like they were protecting their family. They were, they were doing what they had to do, right? So if you're going to put me in that same scenario, what would I do? I don't know. I don't know, but I, there's no God that I would even want to consider that would put me in that kind of so, situation. So it's possible that you would hold your nose and bear it, but you would curse him under your breath every day for eternity. I'd, I, I'd be one of the like the angels. Okay, okay, we're here now. Let's 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 band together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's overtake this stuff. So okay, so let's let's set God aside and go back to this originating consciousness. Um, so you tell me that consciousness That's the is only the only thing you know for sure. It's the, it's, only, it's the only so thing. so it's it's the original place, the place where you originate the story. But okay, let's, let's let's go back for the for the people who don't haven't read this on the forum before. Uh-huh. You have a di- you have different starting points. So Christians start with God because they're looking for agency. They're mm-hmm. looking for the creator of the. They're looking for who made this complex reality. Who is make who who had the brain to do it. So they put God at the bottom, right? They put God at the bottom. Now, what atheists, and I'm sorry, almost all atheists are materialists, they put matter first. Well, what? Like, matter is, you have to be conscious to even have the concept of matter. But they put, they leap ahead and they put matter first. Well, I'm sorry, both God and matter cannot exist without conscious thinking about gods and matter. You can't even, you have to be conscious first to even have a concept of what God and matter could be. Okay, but right? so here's, so yeah, here's, start, here's a disconnect start, philosophically, though. I think, I think that that is just incorrect. Um, because okay. I would agree with you that God would have to have consciousness to be God. But matter does not have to have consciousness, and it, matter doesn't have to be known by anyone to exist. Well, that, that is your assumption. That is your presumption. You have no way of proving that. But you you presume that matter must be known to be exist to to exist, and I I don't now, I don't I think that that's take, the case. The you take what a materialist does is they take the first leap of faith. It's a leap of faith. There is this stuff outside of us that exists separate from my mind. And then they start studying it, and then they start dissecting it and figuring it out and everything, and without thinking, okay, maybe I made that first step wrong. Okay, maybe, so let's take th- let's maybe. take your position then for a moment, and fast forward it instead of instead of regressing it, let's progress it all the way to the end, uh, because this is this is the thing that makes the Christian story compelling to Christians. They're really not all that concerned about origins. They'll they'll tell themselves a silly origin story. They don't care no, about origins. I think they care. Does. They care I about the. I think Justin. I, I think Justin. I think what they really think, care about is the end of the story, Tara. I think they care about no, if no, you know no, if you do all of this, then you've got this happy, clappy, pleasant life, and you're you know you're in heaven, and the people. No, I don't. It depends on who you're talking to. I think Justin. I think he did. He took philosophy in school, mm-hmm. and so he he and of course he was raised a Christian and you know all of that got drilled into him early on right so it's like and then he had the spiritual experience which fits perfectly with my worldview I'm subjective idealist I finally figured out what I was like so I figured this stuff out I'm and I sorry. Thought, oh, so, subjective what would you say that word again you went I'm a over subjective that. I- idealist a subjective idealist uh-huh. okay that means that 
my rea- the only reality I can I know is the one that I is subject to me. My reality is subject to me. Okay, and right? uh, when we were talking earlier, or maybe it was in a written communication, you used the word metaphysical solipsist. You, yeah, and you I posted. Did you read it? I did. Do you want to? Do you want to explain that? Okay. I don't think we're going to. I don't think we're going to do the, the whole thing. It's okay no, if we do. No, I'm just. Tra- I'm just trying just to. A- I'm just trying to figure out where you are and how to how to understand your thought process. Um, okay. Because these are these are these are big words. And they're new words for a lot of people. And you say that you oh. are interested in philosophy. I'm, I'm not, <sighs> not sure that to these the are. Point where I, it's like I, I find people get too like crazy about certain things. They get all caught up in one thing, mm-hmm. like a. Like a physicist will only talk about, you know, matter and particles and the right. vibrating waves and all that kind of Some stuff. Some would say that yeah. you would only talk about consciousness. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like, yeah, but I mean, the thing is, anybody can go and study consciousness. You know, you don't have to, you know, no, I'm... I, I, I don't. That's actually not true anyway. Come on, David. I wouldn't be on the forum talking about religion and 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 vibrating strings and and big banging nothingness of flavors of whatever. I find all of these stories very interesting. I'm always talking about them. I'm yeah, always talking. But you, about but you them. see them through your worldview of of yeah. uh, consciousness all the same. And yeah. this is this is one well, of the I reasons I wanted to I wanted to try to progress your story to the end to see exactly what your story looks like. So let's say that but, the world is exactly the way you describe it, the way you think it is. Okay. So right. what is what is the what is the outcome of that? What's the end result if consciousness is the overarching principle? Then where do we end? Well, okay. Well, see now you're asking me for a story, right? And this is where Ken and I had the thing. He says, "Okay, now tell me your story," and I'm saying, "Well, my story is that consciousness creates stories." <laughs> That's okay. my story. So what, what story does your consciousness create? <laughs> okay, so now I can tell you a story, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't mean it's it's the right story, and you can like the story, and you can pick another story if you like. It doesn't matter to me, as long as you're not telling stories about slavery and genocide and all kinds of other stories. So um, this is my story, and it's only mine. You and don't have to believe it. You're sticking to it. I got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, consciousness creates the experiences we have, you, you, it, it, everything it creates beliefs and it starts telling tales. The universe to me is a story that the consciousness is telling you. And so it, it, it constructs tools to use like time, space, and matter are tools that consciousness creates to tell stories because it needs to have, uh, it needs to have a canvas. It needs to have a place to tell these grand stories. So consciousness creates beliefs about time, space, and matter. Why does consciousness then, want to tell these stories? That's what consciousness does. Close your eyes for a while. It'll start doing something because that's what it does. Well, I understand that's, that's what it does, but that's, once again, that's tautology. Why does it want to do that? No, okay. This is where we, this is where we get to the, this is the bottom turtle to me, consciousness. Now, you can, okay, now my dog's going to Oh, no, no, no that's okay. Can, no, no, it's can fine. you hear? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's, it's okay. delightful. I've got sirens in the background. I'd rather hear the dog. <laughs> I, 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 you know, that I, you know, I've meditated and stuff like that. And, and I, like I said, I used to meditate for like years and three hours a day. And, and you could go into nothing. You can go, you can put yourself into a blood of a blank state of blissfulness. Right. But eventually it sort of gets ready. Okay. 
mm, okay. And then it pops back out and it starts making beliefs again. It starts, it starts doing its thing. That's what consciousness does. That is the nature of it. It creates things. It creates beliefs. It creates, you know, if you're having a dream, it'll create unicorns and, 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 you know, and for Justin, it created God for him because he believed it so much. He had an experience in a church. You believe something strong enough and consciousness will give you, it'll present it to you. It's like a frick. It's like a mirror. It's like a mirror out in reality. I go, I work for those people who don't know, I, I work in home support. So I go into people's homes that have, um, most, a lot of seniors. Um, but I also go to younger people that have challenges, physical challenges and things like that. And so I've come, I started to realize that, you know, like people would have grief visions, right? They'd have, um, they would have lost their spouse. Right. And I, and because it's one-on-one people will open up to me. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if they really am, oh, they're longing for their, their spouse that they lived 60 years with or something like that, they will have experiences of their spouse. They will project out into reality their spouse. And it's not just this ghostly figure. It's like I had one man say, one woman said that to her, her husband showed up on the staircase of their house. He gave her a big hug, gave her a kiss, and said he loved her and that everything was good. So right? I don't I don't know now, if you realize it, but Ed mentioned uh, one of your anecdotes in his chapter of Still Unbelievable. Right. And I think it was that one. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, so I'm just saying that you believe something strong enough. That's what consciousness does. It creates beliefs. It, it that's that, that's what it does. It, it creates stories. Okay, but it now creates, but it, let's circle in on that a little bit because one of the, your objections to the Christian story is in fact your main objection is morality it's it's immoral right. is right. consciousness concerned about morality it depends on how as the world has evolved it's become more self-aware and as it's become more self-aware then you mature morally you you know i am more i hope i am more moral today than i was as a 2 year old when i was fighting with my sister and pushing her around because i wasn't very self-aware at that point but I'm more self-aware now, and we are more self-aware than tigers are, and we're more self-aware than amoeba are, and we're more self-aware than, you know, whatever. It's because the more self-aware consciousness becomes, the more moral, hopefully, it becomes. Hopefully. But it doesn't, doesn't, have, it doesn't necessarily become no, it doesn't. moral. No, because you, could, because you have free will, so you Does, can choose. So do, can it be said to progress in any way at all? I mean, if it's just kind of meandering along and it just well, ends do you up think where it is. Become, do you think, well, look, what's his name? What's the guy that just wrote the book? Um, what's, you know, he was that, just that's on the a, show that's a pretty broad question there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just wrote a very famous the, book. The guy he that wrote everywhere. the book. That narrows it he down. Let me just pop into Barnes & Noble. I've got, I'm going to ask okay. him, well, who is that guy no. who just wrote the book? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a book about how the world is becoming better. Who is that guy? He's, his uh, wife is on the show. Yeah. Uh, so are you, you know talking about, about? Are, you're, you're not, are you talking about Singer? I don't think it's Singer. Yeah, you're talking no, about Singer. Um, um, Singer I disagree with quite a bit. Um, yeah, I like Singer, by the way. Uh, but you're, t you're talking about... Um, I do. I do know who you're talking about. It's oh, so our, the better. Me. You can't remember his name. Yes, either. <laughs> but now I know who you're talking about. Because our consciousnesses are aligned. Um, he's the one who wrote uh, our "Better Angels." Um, our, our, 
spinner. Yeah, he's got yeah. like Einstein kind of hair, and he's got to like you know what's he? he yeah, I, I he's going around like it. Yeah, he's telling yeah. everybody, no, the world is not worse. It's getting better right, all the time. Right. It's getting I, better all the time. I, I know, I know who you're talking about. I think uh, okay. I think everybody we'll in our audience knows. Look now. it up later and plop that name in here somewhere. I, I, I will. <laughs> so everybody knows who we're talking about. You just talk. So, I'm going <laughs> to do a little binging while, while you talk. <laughs> so anyway. That doesn't mean it has to stay that way. I mean, it doesn't mean we can start making terrible choices. I mean, look at what's happening in Islam right now. If we don't sort that out, you know, if we don't sort that out, it could definitely go backwards. It all has got to do with free will. It all has to do with how self-aware we are. And that's my problem with Christianity. It's, it's, it's not helping. It's, it's not. And the only way for us to... That morally mature is to you know talk to each other and say you know what Stephen Pinker is- yeah bravo yeah. well done <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry I uh, that's that was I know I interrupted you but I know you wanted to know it was killing both of now, us how did that happen anyway it just popped into your head no all uh, those neurons firing no it's 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 all those pixels in front of me in this 32 inch monitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, yes. So, I, I, I don't know. That doesn't mean it can, can't, can't go, fall backwards. It certainly can fall backwards if it wants okay, to. Okay. So, but if, you're if, talking I, about, if you're talking about originally when the, when the universe first started, I mean, and all the like, like, like Christians and, and atheists always talk, what about all those animals that died and terrible things were happening and where was God watching all of that? Well, it's the process of becoming more and more and more self-aware. It's, it, the universe is sort of becoming more self-aware, more conscious, more able to make choices. So um, as we become, that's why I say I use, I changed my word for Dale. He's he's morally immature, let's just say. And you were probably, you, you were morally immature uh, when you were a Christian. You know, that's you funny think- because that is exactly how I describe uh, Christians when I'm not on the mic is I, I think of them as, I, I would use the term emotionally immature. It's very yeah. insulting, and Christians don't like it when I say that, so I don't say it too much. But uh, Which, we, okay. we've, we've come now to the same gonna, place. Now you're going to get me going because because you guys had a talk. You and your boys had a talk there about me saying that, oh, we don't need to use emotion to, to, to talk about Christianity. <laughs> Why bother with that? Let's just use logic. Let's just use logic, shall we? We don't need emotion. Like, of course you need freaking emotion. You just spent the first third of the episode talking about morality. I mean, how do you get morality without emotion? Like, it's like... Okay, so let me. I I get this. So this is this is. uh, So I want you to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna defend us a little bit. First of all, um, your charge that we didn't take your question seriously uh, was wrong. So Tara is um, referring to a question that she asked for one of the roundtable podcasts uh, that we had, and uh, we addressed her question, and it it may have come off. I don't think we laughed. I don't. I don't think that happened. I, um, Silly Tara. I can. Silly I can. Tara. No. I can. Know nothing. I can. We can do everything with logic. Oh, we just tisk, logic. tisk. Um, I can. <laughs> I can tell you um, quite honestly, and I think that everyone uh, on that roundtable would agree. We tried very hard to take the question seriously. No, and we didn't get it at all. We didn't get I, it but, at all. But 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 I'm going to I'm going to insist on finishing this thought here because you need to hear this. So I'm glad right. you brought this up. 
Um, not long after that, uh, I was on the phone with Andrew, and we were talking about that question. And I brought it up, uh, and I told him what I'm going to tell you and the other 50,000 listeners now. I have thought more about Tara's question. And I agree with her uh, in large part that emotion is a very important part uh, of the uh, of the ethical process. And so I I say this. Oh, stop it. Get off that table. Um, So. Okay, now what am I going to do with my dog? It's okay. You see, you've gotten gotten the dog all excited now. Can I pause it or something? I'm not sure. No, no, no. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Um, You don't want that. Oh, no. That's exactly what I want. Um, Just a second. I'll do what I do with my kids. I just give them a treat. That's what we do. That's why I had trouble. So if I start barking, I'll get a treat too? Uh, Yeah. I'll send you some chocolate. Just a second. Just a second. (laughs) You all heard that, right? No, I'm not cutting this, people, because cutting it means editing, and editing is work. And I really don't want to do that if I can help it. Okay. Um, So while Tara is treating her dogs, let me just expand on that a little bit. Emotion is critical. And the reason we need... Uh, emotion as a part oh, of... Oh, oh, I left, and you know I left? I, went, I said I'd go for a second. I, I know, and I just kept talking with you going. Uh, oh, did you? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Because Hi, everybody. Oh, he was talking behind my back, wasn't he? Pretty what much. What was he saying? Yeah, then they'll never tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. um, yeah, emotion is necessary because we are human, and humans are not Vulcans. Uh, so we are not But that is all, the whole basis of Christianity. We're that not all the, logical. We're not all no. emotional. And to say that, you know, you need to be all one and not the other is uh, Yeah, but there's nothing logical about Christianity. There's, I mean, I already started with Epicurus. You start from there, and the rest of it just goes downhill. I mean, really? Come on. God and angels and fallen angels that are ruling the world and and what like really it's like the whole thing and talking snakes and oh allegories and all that stuff and kicked out of the garden and oh the whole thing is just a big mishmash of nonsense it's, you I, wanna... I get it you think it's bat shift crazy well no it's fun it's a very fun story <laughs> is it, it you could, if it could just stay with the fun stuff you know, fine. Well, what I part is the fun stuff? So I don't, I, I might have to disagree with you. What love? Tell me about the love of the the biblical story, because where Christians this point at love, enough. I don't see I love know. at all. I see, I see something okay. terrible. Well, they think they are. They see, that's what I'm saying. They're morally immature. They don't know. I mean, God, God sent his son to die for a bunch of guilty people because the only sacrifice, the only way he would forgive is to kill somebody. And so he chose, that's not love. That's psychopathic. I know, I know, I know. I know. Well, okay. The thing is, okay. Am I allowed to talk about Justin? Because it's like, no, he sees the love in the community and it brings them all together and they got the warm fuzzies, right? The Ku Klux Klan were brought together with warm fuzzies. (laughs) That's not love. I'm sorry. No, that doesn't count for anything to me. Well, (laughs) I'm trying, okay. Okay. I'm trying to be a little less 
you know. Oh, am know, I am I over the I'm top? Trying... Never mind. All right, I'm sorry. I'll, I'm gonna, <laughs> like I'm take a chill pill here. Just a like children, children, like children do. Like and I don't want to mean that children, Christians are children, and I'm not. I'm not this grand superior person that knows everything. I'm just saying. I just feel my, maybe teeny teeny bit more mature than some Christians are. Like you know, morally, I mean, um, it's just like. They don't know. They don't know. You didn't know, did you? You didn't know that you were being immoral when you were Christian, right? I mean, were but you does defending it, does slavery it matter? and genocide? Does it matter that I didn't know that I was being immoral? Yes, it does. It absolutely, yes, it does matter. It completely, that's why, that's why I don't call people evil. And I don't think there's anybody sinful. And I don't think anybody's, you know, they just don't know any better. They just don't know any better. So you, you're going to take the argument that I made with uh, Dale uh, a few minutes ago, which is that, in general, people are using their best lights and doing the best they can. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but the thing is, it's our job as people that are, uh, you know, a little bit more mature. And, and then when I say this, it makes it sound like I'm superior. No, it's like saying I'm more superior. But aren't you? Than, than, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. That would be like saying um, I, have a, I have a two-year-old granddaughter right now, right? Mm-hmm. Am I superior to her? She might push her brother. In fact, I think she put a gouge in his head the other day. I don't know what she did. Ooh. I don't know. She, they're not quite sure. But in he's Canada? Ca- Canadian children do that sort of thing? <laughs> well, we don't really know how it happened. There's plenty of little scratches for it. <laughs> okay. So I am not superior to my two-year-old daughter. I'm just a little bit more morally mature than she is. You know what I mean? She has no capacity to know. That you know, scratching her little baby brother was not a good thing to do. Okay, but <laughs> like it, it, the, it is saying something though when you claim to be more mature than someone else. So it, we're not talking doesn't about. Doesn't make me better. Am I better than my two-year-old? Well, it's not. A, it's not a matter. It's not a matter of better. Uh, it's well, a matter. Just, you were just saying. You were just making I'm superior. I'm not superior. It's not. It's not a matter of superiority. Well, I was just testing to see how far you would go. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> That's that's why that's what that's the I'm, I'm trying to found the, find the boundaries of your system here. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what bothers me. That's what it bothers me about someone like like Justin or or Randall Rouser. Oh gosh, that man! It just drives me nuts. He's another like, Canadian. You can't speak ill of Canadians. I know what is with and Peterson is a freaking Canadian too. Like yes. what is with these people? Like every guest like, I've had on this show has been a Canadian. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Okay. I don't All know. Right. I'm not. I'm not sure how that happened. Well, you know, we have some pretty horrendous Christian history in our past. I tell <laughs> you, really, really bad. Really, that's what really bothers me about Peterson. Like he has all these uh, native um, uh, trophies in his house. Like he's this grand intellectual, right? And then he's preaching Christianity. I'm sorry. We are trying right now to make up for all the horrors. It wasn't Christian. It was Christianity. In with the government, we, we rounded up children, took them away from their parents, cut their hair off, stripped them of their clothes. They weren't allowed to speak their language. They weren't. They had a very, I, I don't know. I mean, they certainly do now. They're trying to get back to it. A very beautiful spirituality, right? They were not allowed. To, they were not allowed to practice it. They were had to read the book. And they, you know, they were heathens and the Christians were going to sort them all out. Right. The, the devastation of doing that has been I work with these people. They, they are they're on drugs. They, they're, they're sexual abuse. They were sexually abused in these churches, in these residential schools. Anyway, that's just oh, 
I hate it when people like when Justin will have a show. It says like Christianity has just been so good for the world. We've just done so much, and I'm going like. Does, yeah, does Justin you, talk that way? Is that how you hear Justin? <laughs> okay, Justin, I love you. If you listen to this, Justin, I love you. It's, okay. You just don't know. You just don't. He, he's not listening. Don't worry about it. You can <laughs> say what you really think. <laughs> I'm going to send this to him. <laughs> okay, Tara. So we've only got a few more minutes. Let me let me see if I can get in get get underneath Tara's thought process a little bit. Um. So Tara, oh, we're oh, this this is fantastic. This this will be round one. We we might do a series. Um, wow. we'll, yeah, we we'll, didn't even get on to Dale because I would like you to, to not take a different approach there, please. Uh, no, no, we're probably not going to get to Dale today. Dale's going to be <sighs> so disappointed because he's going to listen to this and he's he's going to he, listen for what Tara had to say. He's not happy with me because he's I'm as happy that with you as my- you are with him. Anyway, let's let's. Let's find out one more important thing about Tara. I don't um, think we're going to talk about my world for real. We ended up talking mostly about my my stuff. Isn't that isn't like, that interesting? So, um, so Tara, tell me this: if everybody in the world got on board with your idea of consciousness or solipsism or whatever, I don't really care. I don't really care. Shift crazy thing you believe. Let's just say everybody got on board with it. They are actually. There's the uh, panpsychism is getting to be a well respected Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. concept, and Mm -hmm. that's sort of where I started with panpsychism. Not quite in my neck of the woods, but okay. Yeah, you're Um, not following. You're in your little Christian atheist bubble here, David. Of course, you're not really branching out. I'll be looking for the panpsychist convention any day now. Um, so well, Keith going to be on next week and it's going to drive me nuts because then he's going to take that idea just like Berkeley did. Cause they were some, they're both subjective idealists, I think. And they're going to, sl- they're going to synchronize it with Christianity. Okay. You know, I'm a, I'm an idealist and now let's put this extra mind right. up on top of everything. Well, in some ways, I mean, Christianity was syncretized with Judaism. So, um, yeah, yeah Christianity is very flexible that way, but, but let me, let me get this. I want. I don't necessarily want everybody to get on board with what I believe in. But let's just say that they do, because here's here's, a boring world. So yeah, this is the hypothetical that I that I want to get at for the listeners' sake. What would that world look like? What would be the result? Would it be a better world? Would it be a more moral world? Would it be a world with better material? Uh, What I mean, what would it what would it look like? I don't know. I'd like to try it, but it, it's it's not really my goal. I, I really, it, I I mean, obviously, reality is a mixture of stories. There's all kinds of cool stories. It's like, like you know, it's it's in like this whole many worlds interpretation and the branching fields and the the bouncing bubbles and the and the vibrating nothingness that Krauss talks about. All these stories are really fun. They're great. They're great stories. I like them. Um, I just don't like immoral stories and Christianity, Judaism and Christianity and Islam are really, really atrocious stories. And most of humanity is outgrowing those stories. We outgrew Zeus. We outgrew, you know, all the Greek gods. It's time to get a little bit smarter here. Let's Speak grow up a little yourself. bit. Speak for yourself. Hail Zeus. May you live forever. <laughs> So that that's my thing. Like people think I'm trying to preach. Like, yeah, I'd like, I, I like, but you know, and I kind of wanted it. But the more I thought about, it, like, I thought, you, know, I don't want everybody thinking like me. 
That'd be boring. That'd be freaking boring. I think I mean, that there's like- very little chance of it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so look, uh, let me say one last thing, and I'll give you the last word. Uh, this might upset you a little okay. bit. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm I'm prepared to leave you on an upset do note. Do not want. Do you know oh. that there's a god? Do you know that there's a Buddhist god? There's I several. do. And there's one black Tara, and she gets you. She's nasty. So you, yes. okay. Just, I'm giving you f- fair warning here. Cause, Go cause ahead. I'm just gonna hang up and run. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah. Here's the thing. I have uh, watched you post for years. Uh, And I have just listened to you now, and it's been a very edifying conversation. I understand you a little bit better uh, now. But that said, we can take everything that you've said in this conversation and just change some of the words a little bit. Uh, So you you do speak a little bit of a different language, but I, I, I think I can parse through all that, change some of the words a little bit, and I can tell you I agree with 100% of the things that you said. Because oh it's, it is, just, it's funny how compatible your belief is to what you call scientific materialism. Now, you don't think it's very compatible oh. at all. But no, because okay, now, okay, now <laughs> it was very compatible. Now, no, okay. Now we need to do an episode on scientific materialism. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, there's some really immoral, I'm going to swear now. No, I won't. Stuff oh, let it go. Come on. Trailer. Come on. What were you really going to say? People cling to life now. They just cling. I I, I went to a man. I, I think, did we talk about this last time? There's one man I went to last night, and it just pains me. Pains me to go there. He is a total, he's been, a, he's been pretty well a vegetable for, what, 10 years. Like he's, he, I have to put up a straw to his mouth with some some mouthwash so that he can rinse his mouth. That he's drooling constantly. He's in a brief. He can't he can't move any part of his body. But he is. We've taught people cling to this life, cling to it. Take all of these pharmaceutical pills because they're just amazing stuff. Science has made all this amazing stuff. It makes our life so much better. So that this guy can live ten years because. He doesn't want to die because death is poof, gone. That's it. You're done. And and, and, and so you gotta to cling to life, buddy. Cling to it, right? Like it's it's horrid. It's horrid. I don't like it. Right. And, <laughs> and yet and, I went. And yet I, I will tell it. you, I agree with you one hundred percent. I I also uh, that also anchors me, and I also don't think that clinging to life at all cost is is a very sensible thing. And I am a scientific material, a science, uh, scientific materialist. And so I just love the last humanist that was on, I forget his name. He was right. The only person has the right to, to, to you, to your life is yourself. Yes. Yourself. And so when I, when I, when we had that other, cause I guess that you don't have time to go into that, but I'm, I think people complain about life a lot. Like, um, I, like we're having uh, assisted suicide in uh, assisted dying in Canada now. It's a law, right? And I really want that to happen. I really want that to happen because I go to a lot of, of my patients now that um, they say they complain all the time, and I wish I would go. I just want to go, right? You know, I'm just like, yeah, I bet you really don't. <laughs> you know, I mean, you say in that, but I don't think you really want to because you know. And so, if they have the option to have assisted dying. 
And there's lots of caveats because there's, you know, greed and family and all that yeah, stuff. On the as table. there should always be lots of caveats. Yeah, there's lots of caveats here. But if you know that, okay, you know, you're just make, you're making up excuses. If you really wanted to go, there's a little magic pill there that you can take. You've chosen not to take that little magic pill and leave. That means you're choosing to stay here. That means your life is important to you and that you do love that when your little grandchild comes in and gives you a hug and when you go down to supper and have your meal with all your friends and everything like that. So you're just complaining for the sake of complaining. You've chosen to stay living, so make the best of it. (laughs) Okay. So once again, um, I I don't actually disagree with any of that. And uh, I think think I'm on to you. Oh, no. This is is a real revelation. I'm on to your (laughs) shtick. Tara, you want people to think you're crazy. You want, you want people to think you're really out there for the sake of conversation. But the fact of the matter is, you are just like the rest of us. <laughs> and, uh, at the, at the end of the day, yes, you are. At the end of the day, <laughs> you are just like us. You fit perfectly well in the sane world when it comes right down to it. You are not insane. Stop it. <laughs> And so, I never thought I was insane. It was uh, all you guys that figured. Oh, you, you just want us to think that you're insane, <laughs> crazy Tara. Look at I, her; no, she's way no, out I there. No, good, you're not. I love a good. I love a good debate. I just love a good debate. That's like, what you. Like, that's what you really love. You're not going to disagree with me. If we ever talk again, you have to disagree with me, or I'm not going to talk to you again. Because it's just no fun. <laughs> if I want to agree with somebody, I look in the mirror. Like it's like. <laughs> I don't believe you can agree with yourself all that long, uh, because you like the game too much. Anyway, we've unmasked Tara. She's normal like the rest of us. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and with that, folks, thanks for listening. We might have her on again. It's been a lot of fun, okay. Tara. Yeah, I didn't even think we did. We didn't even talk about We talked about my freaking world, but okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we out. I love you. I love you, David. I love you. Bye. Bye.